Peace and blessings, everybody listening to Submissive Goddess Podcast. And it is now 2.09 (sighs) a.m. I want to give you guys an update uh, during the quiet time that I have. Um, I definitely did put up some aesthetics for my uh, vlog little podcast that's going to be over there on Patreon. And I kind of feel like I still want to add more shit or change the whole aesthetic, like the whole theme, right? So I just decided, shit, I just need to go ahead and record. So I'm going to try to record sometime tomorrow, bro. (sighs) Sorry. I kind of wanted to do this podcast so I could sleep. Because as of right now, I'm just not tired for real. My mind just is all over the place. So... Um, I kind of wanted to talk about a few things, um, and I think they're all going to pretty much be short, right? So it's not going to be like a long podcast like usual. So let's start with um, some of the nursing home incidents that I witnessed, right? I wholeheartedly feel like as black people, we should never put our family members in nursing homes, right? I started working in nursing homes uh, as a CNA when I was mm, 20 years old, 1920. So I've always had like a career-ish situation. Um, it was, to me, it's more like a stepping stone, but people retire from that. You know, whatever. I don't recommend it. But um, first of all, you never really quite get used to the smells okay it's disgusting uh the wounds that people get um from uh, people not turning them right so in a nursing home you have to turn someone who's bed bound um, or spends majority of their time in bed if they can't turn themselves you have to turn them uh every hour to two hours something like that so they don't get bed sores bed swords lead to um holes basically for lack of a better term in the body and it can be as deep as a fist right into the human body um and that has a a a decaying smell um not to mention all of the diseases that are in these places i never had chicken pox was taking care of a patient that had shingles i told them i never had chicken pox they said okay don't you know take care of this person i said okay cool uh they had someone else do it they told me she was all clear and boom bam i caught chicken pox i'm like what the fuck is this so it was it's just like a lack of knowledge about a lot of stuff them not giving a fuck about um the employees there obviously um i've seen (laughs) uh patients being pushed around you know um not beat but kind of slung around a little bit just little shit like that it was like whoa what the fuck is going on um i've been called a nigga with a hard er by white patients and of course these are people that are going through dementia and alzheimer's so these uh, memories are there right of when they used to be able to do that openly and freely and now you know society told them they're not supposed to say that in public um you know it's not politically correct so they hide it right 
but um, Alzheimer's and dementia eats away at some parts of your brain. So sometimes you feel like, hey, I'm back as a 10 year old girl who used to say the, you know, N word with the ER. And that's what comes out when they get angry or whatever, whenever they want to talk to you, whatever. They are living in another time, if that makes sense. So um, I've had that happen. I've had patients lie on me, try to spit at me, try to throw shit at me, um, steal. It was um, one patient, which was so strange. It was a white, uh, frail looking guy, but he can get up and walk and do his thing, right? So he, nobody was really watching him because usually um, when you work at... Um, a full care center, like an actual nursing home. These people need you to bathe them, change them, brush their teeth, get them to lunch, breakfast, dinner, the physical therapy, everything. You need to do everything for them, right? So the people that can get around and do stuff, we don't really pay attention to them. Make sure he's not walking around naked and he's free to do his thing, right? <laughs> so, and at this particular place, the, the residents were actually allowed to leave, go up the street, go get Starbucks, <laughs> Wawa, whatever. As long as they can walk, they can do what they wanted. This nursing home was just literally letting anybody in as long as they had Medicaid or could pay out of pocket, right? Okay. So this guy, I don't know his history, but he was raping the people that were bed bound. And this shit is disgusting because it's like somebody saw him doing it. And the thing is this, when you are when you get caught doing something majority of the time you've done it multiple times before and you got sloppy do you see what i mean so that's how you end up getting caught or maybe sometimes it's a fluke but whatever so this guy got caught um so we had to do a one-on-one with him which just means that we sit with him watch him follow him just to see what the fuck he's doing my thing is i feel like he should have definitely got kicked out it's no reason why these uh, women should have had to been raped. They can't move. They can't talk. You see what I'm saying? They can't change themselves. And he was taking advantage of them. And he never, as far as I was concerned and what I heard, there was no disciplinary action, right? So that was a major fucking issue. It was just strange. And like I said, this is a facility, I think, that kept that under wraps, Um it was a lot of weird stuff happening in nursing homes at that time where some of the employees were having sex with, not at my facility, but some of the employees were having sex with some of the patients because they were in um, a long-term um, facility, but these people were in for like overdoses or um, to the point where they were in a um, demented state. Like if you drink too much, use too many drugs or whatever your brain can actually have some type of change to it where it's almost like you have dementia and I've taken care of a few patients like that so these people were 30s and 40s not bad looking people you know what I'm saying they're just going through a rough time and um, some employees were taking advantage of them and it was just really fucking weird so um this guy took advantage of the system and no one ever ever said anything. I took care of a guy. Um, he, well, he was on my list of taking care of. Um, <laughs> he 
was a pedophile white man and uh, the story goes that he was coming out of the one of his hearings for raping and molesting children and a big ass mac truck boom hit him as soon as he was trying to cross the street and he just from then on i think from the chest down he's just not able to move so somebody has to take care of him um and i heard once he was able to get he had a really bad wound so once that healed he was supposed to continue sentencing or something like that and do his time right and i purposely think he was um (laughs) making the wound worse he didn't want us to do much to it um it was always nasty had feces in it because i think it was on his buttocks he would have to take his fingers and since he couldn't feel anything he couldn't push and instead of us you know having to do a uh (laughs) it's almost like you use your fingers to make somebody have a bowel movement basically he was doing that for himself and it was just very strange i just felt like he was doing things to himself to make things worse not turning himself because he still had full control of his uh arms and neck and head so he he was a small guy he could pull himself up and stuff but he refused to turn himself off that wound because i don't think i think he wanted to rather die in a nursing home or become septic um than to go to jail as a predator right um another guy we took care of was fresh out of a uh mental institution and (laughs) it was just very strange because this guy was like six fucking seven solid boom big ass white dude right and I'm like, this guy just walks around here fucking scary. Like, they're like, yeah, like, he killed his wife. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, this guy killed his wife. He did his time at uh, the mental institution. <sighs> and they let him go. <laughs> but the doctors felt like uh, they didn't want him on the streets. And also, it was a thing where he just couldn't mentally take care of himself. Apparently, he cracked mentally. So he needed someone to look after him. Now, normally this would be something for an assisted living, but assisted living is a bit high on the money side. So maybe that's why he came there. But like I said before, this facility was just taking anybody in, okay? So this guy was walking around and, you know, getting his own ice, getting his own food, doing his thing. And the story goes, because everybody has a story, (laughs) that this guy um was just at home chilling he had a wife this wife was in the bathtub taking a shower or whatever and she slipped boom fell bust her head right she was still alive breathing um i think she was maybe unconscious or um that's what once someone told me he was she was a bit unconscious or woozy and he said he uh his plea was oh i felt like they were going to blame me for hurting her so i just went ahead and killed her I'm like, what logic? And this is why he was in Eastern State, because the logic just didn't make sense. And then a lot of stuff that he did after that, he did end up killing her and chopping her body up and putting her on the front lawn or some shit like that, right? Or trying to bury her in the front lawn. And I'm like, okay, none of that makes sense, right? So maybe he was mental. I don't know, right? I couldn't tell you. Um, But we steered clear of him because he was 
fucking weird and big as shit and uh it would have probably took six plus of us <laughs> to take him down and we just didn't feel like dealing with any of that type of bullshit so we left him to do whatever he wanted to do um another guy came in there and he was um new but he was schizophrenic and bipolar and depressed and he didn't have his medicines because he had his medicines but they considered that to be a street medicine since they didn't know 100% if it was um even though it came in the bottles they just didn't know if he was going to be self-medicating off of a street drug or whatever so they took that medicine <laughs> and then he has to have a um some type of checkup or entry checkup to uh to stay there and that would have took maybe about for him to get his medicines from the doctor and stuff about a week so i don't know if you realize somebody that's schizophrenic depressed and bipolar not having their medicine uh, a bit sketchy so uh we stared clear of him because he would just snap like this guy had behavior issues and it was just really bad so um <laughs> I only had to work with him for a little bit before I think they either sent him somewhere else or let him go because he was just kind of, um, it was just chaotic, right? I know all these people have mental issues, so I don't want to say anything too bad, but it was just that he was very chaotic, um, very combative, shit like that. Another woman was about my age that I am now, maybe a little older, and she had drunk herself basically into like a, a coma. Okay, and that's when the whole dementia, you know, set in where she didn't know who she was. Um, she didn't know uh, where she was, the year, anything like that. Right. So we pumped her with fluids and stuff over, I think, a two or three month period. Very nice lady or whatever, especially when she came around to knowing what was going on. It's literally like night and day. One day she was just weird and not really receptive to any treatment or anything next day she's sitting at the edge of the bed putting on her own shoes own socks clothes and walking around doing her thing and I'm like wow like all of this from alcohol it, it was insane um what other stories do I have mm. one guy <laughs> he was an alcoholic and of course we don't allow alcohol in the facility so he would go around we had these uh hand sanitizer uh units on the walls we can just go by and squirt and wipe your hands off and this guy was actually literally taking any hand sanitizer sorry i'm so tired any hand sanitizer that he could take and find he would drink it because you know there's a percentage of alcohol in there even though it's not the same alcohol that be in the bottles basically you know he was drinking it and getting drunk <laughs> goodness gracious like I said I know these people had issues I get it but uh it was a bit much and I'm like goodness gracious sometimes I come to work like I don't know if I could do this and at this job they were always low staff um so um I had maybe like 30 something people to myself and I'm just like, this is, this is just too much. You know, it's just far too much. Um, I don't know one lady. Oh my goodness gracious. Ugh, disgusting. She was like, uh, she was gay. Okay. I found out later she was gay 
a big woman. She could hold her pee, go to the bathroom if she wanted to, but she decided to hold her pee or poop until she wanted to. Um, and then she would, uh, hey, tell you, hey, 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 I'm about to use the bathroom and then use the bathroom and the pull up or the diaper or whatever you want to call it. And it would end up since she's holding all that urine and, you know, she doesn't have no catheter or nothing. It would literally come out of the diaper because it was so wet and it would pull all over the bed. And I'm just like, goodness. So that was just disgusting. I've had a few of those types of women that are big. They just they can walk. They just refuse to walk. So they want to put on a diaper and piss and shit in it. I'm, I don't know. It, it sounds humiliating to me, but this is what they wanted to do. So I was new. One day she was like, um, I need you to help me with something. I'm like, all right. She told me, close the door. She's like, can you give me a shave? I'm like, okay, what do you want to shave? And she's like, I want to shave my vagina. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> my thing is this. I know a lot of stuff is all about comfortability, right? Fine. But you wanted me to shave your hairy ass vagina for what? What are you doing with it? What? what? And it's not like... <sighs> Jeez Louise. It's not, we're using BIC. All right. <laughs> Nursing home issued shavers. These shits. Excuse me. It ain't like it's a wax. It ain't like it's like Veet cream. It ain't like it's a, a Venus razor. All right. We are using the maybe one or two blades. <laughs> razors and this shit was just disgusting so i was in that bitch shaving pussy for about 30 minutes oh just disgusting and like i said what are you doing with the pussy what are you doing with it that you need to be shaved but like i said it's about comfortability fine okay totally fine with me um i had another guy um this was during this is my first um nursing home so apparently he has syphilis and it had ran it um its course across his whole body so he had no function he was not able to function he had no control of his body so he would pee on himself you know defecate on himself but the most interesting thing was he didn't talk he couldn't talk right i I don't know if his tongue was swollen or what but he didn't talk he would just say "Mm -mm," or "Mm -mm," like shake his head up and down and back and forth um sometimes he would write stuff down Um, but he would have these tremendously like horrible seizures where we would have to literally kind of like just hold him down a little bit, nothing aggressive, um, just so he wouldn't fall off the bed or bite his tongue or whatever. I I was like, this is insane. And, um, like I said, STDs are serious. Okay. Some of these STDs can get to your brain and your nerve endings and you're fucking done for, you know? So, but this man, um, he was obviously gonna die he was there for more of a comfort care i don't think that unit had a um hospice so i think we were just kind of making him comfortable until you know he did end up passing so another guy um i only had to take care of him a little bit he was pretty much to himself bigger guy he ended up dying so as a cna when someone passes you have to of course record it if they have a dnr which is a do not resuscitate then we don't even bother doing cpr or telling the nurses or running any codes right um but if that person doesn't have a dnr then you know even if you found them cold you got to at least attempt to do some type of cpr or life saving measures right so 
they did that i think he had a dnr i'm not sure but only thing i know is as a cna i had to go in there bathe him he's a dead body correct so i have to bathe him and put him into another gown and uh make him look alive basically um tuck the cover a certain way and all this other shit and as i'm doing this me and another girl he actually moves and i'm like fuck like you're (laughs) i'm pretty sure people do this for a living i get it but this is not what i signed up for right um a dead body moving and it's just like the blood is not quite settled and there's gases and shit like that inside so of course they're gonna moan groan pass gas piss um or move muscle spasms happen when the muscles might be um I don't even want to say deflating, but maybe still moving or or warm or whatever. They could move. Like, that's what they told me. And I'm like, goodness, this is sick. Like, I think I've only come across two bodies that I've had to assist with. (sighs) And, uh, excuse me, you guys, sorry. It was, uh, yeah, I think it was two or three bodies, actually, because I did work on a hospice unit. Uh, it was, um, very interesting to say the least. Um, these people usually, um, like I said, are on their last leg anywhere from, I think it's under six months, six months or less, or sometimes a year less. It depends on the the facility, the money, whatever. Right. So this lady, she was always in a fetal position. Uh, I think she might've been slow when she was a child and deformed. Um, because a lot of her joints were like just fused, you know, to the point where in order to open her hand, you had to like, it was so much force, you know, uh, she had some type of condition, I think, but, um, she ended up passing a lot. And like, I'm just so happy. So many people that were passing, but they weren't on my, um, 11 to seven shift. So I was happy about that because man. It just gets gloomy. And we all know uh, death, weddings, children, everything comes in threes, right? So in the nursing home gang, when it's too quiet and it's like a full moon, usually people pass. So when one person passes, we already know during this moon cycle is about to get real. We're going to have two more deaths. Now, we're just not sure if they're going to be natural deaths or not. And that's the problem. Or if it's going to be something that is going to require us to be doing CPR and all this other stuff and testing. So that was very interesting. But the last one I want to talk about was, um, this one was very filthy. Um, I, I think this was the last nursing home that I worked at where I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing anymore. Um, <laughs> great job. I worked from like 4 a.m. to 11 a.m you know, and I was just there for it to do the showers and to help, uh, seven to three, right? Sometimes I, well, a lot of times I would stay over, um, those extra hours and just assist. But, um, basically I would go in there and try to get people ready for, you know, take their baths and stuff, get dressed, you know, take them down to breakfast, you know, whatever. And this one lady on the second floor, oh, Goodness, I'm tired. On the second floor, a white lady, of course, um, very, very long uh, gray hair, 
stinking old lady you open her door really hot like a lot of people like to keep their rooms hot scorching uh, they're anemic whatever but the funkiness that was coming out of that room ridiculous plus you got the heat blast and chow so it smelled of piss cats filth um yeah it, it, anything you could think of a little must little little dirty pussy smells all of that plus heat right plus it's summertime but it's heat in your room okay so i it was my goal like first of all it was my job to try to get her to take a bath right um she hadn't taken a bath at that point when i was there for uh five years no exaggeration we have to uh write down everything that we do or don't do with a patient so if it says on their care plan hey we need you to walk um with them to the uh cafeteria or to the you know dining room area we need you to feed them um and this is the type of food that they can have and we have to do all that stuff you know as a cna not even as a nurse as a cna so um in the care plan she had never had a bath she had been there so it was a bit strange i'm like but what's the purpose because she can get up and walk right so I didn't 100% know why she just wouldn't get up and go take a shower. And she had a private room. So she was able to take a shower, bath, um, whatever she wanted to do at any time. And she just refused. So um, she had these wet wipes that were for your butt if you took, you know, wanted to clean yourself. And she was actually wiping her arms and hands off and face with it. And her, supposedly she said she washed her coochie with it, but it's no soap. It's literally just a wipe, right? So that's not going to do anything. Um, but this is the thing. Like I said, she could walk and she was walking back and forth to the bathroom to go pee. But never to brush her teeth and never to shower. And I just didn't understand that. So I asked her one day, I'm like, yo, why don't you just take a shower? She's like, I don't want to, you know, because I don't want to fall. I'm like, wait. It's me and another CNA here helping you. You also have a walker that you don't need. And you have legs that do work. So what is the purpose? What, what are we doing here? And she was just like, she, she's scared to fall. So I said, I'm going to be on one side. She's going to be on the other side. Uh, let's do this shower. You're not going to fall. And she was like, she just refused. I said, I can even bring the basin of water to you. We can wash you. No, I don't want to do that either. I don't want to fall. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes there's realistic excuses for things or whatever. And sometimes there's just plain ignorance. Um, she thought she was keeping herself clean enough to the point where she's like, I don't need no shower for five years. Um, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure how she hasn't developed a crazy ass yeast infection, BV and all of the bullshit. But um. And, and like I said, I never looked at her charts specifically like hard to figure it out. But I just know the whole shower thing, no shower thing for me was just weird. Um, I ended up trying to get her to do it. And she acted like she was about to scream. She thought her skin was going to peel off. She thought she was going to fall. She thought the word was going to be too hot and blah, blah, blah. Nobody rules her. She don't need to take a shower. And we have to respect the patient's um, will right and their uh ability to say no 
right so she's she's coherent okay i don't know why they're saying she is because who doesn't want to take a bath in five years but anyways so she's coherent so we had to let her decline that shower multiple times so i'm like you know it's all good um it's just filthy to me so (laughs) that i think by far between the rape thing the no showering thing and the pedophile thing i think that's all all the good ones there was this one guy though that um he refused to drink water and shit like that. <laughs> so his lips would peel real bad, right? Black guy. And he, I don't think he could walk. Yeah, he couldn't walk. Um, some issues with muscles, right? So he couldn't walk. And to get anybody's attention, he would just scream, hey. I'm like, oh my gosh. So sometimes, you know, throughout the day or whatever, we would have guests of other patients. <laughs> We would have doctors and we would have a whole bunch of other people kind coming to um, look at the facility to put their parents in and shit. And he would be screaming at the top of his lungs as if somebody's abusing him or ignoring him. That shit was <laughs> that shit was so weird. Um, I think it's going to be the last thing because I'm so tired now. I'm so happy and so grateful to be able to be tired so I can take a nap. Thank you. Um I don't know if anybody knows, but CNAs have um, a duty to clean and maintain the patients, right? That's what we do. However, the state deems it unnecessary to have to bathe someone every day. So these people are only getting two to three showers max, but I think it's only two, depending on the facility. Um, but they're only getting two showers a week, every week. And I don't know, to me, that's very filthy. <laughs> so I, uh, this is why when I decided to work at another job, I was like, hey, I'm going to go in there early. And even if it tells them, even if the sheet tells me they're not getting a shower, I'm going to try to assist them with a shower if they want. Right. And a lot of these white motherfuckers did not want to take showers. And this is just my firsthand experience and knowing that these motherfuckers are filthy, dirty, and they stink. They smell horrible. Like it's, it's, mm -mm, mm -mm. so, uh, yeah, we're not required to do that. Um, we do have to wash the clothes and stuff like that at some facilities. But as far as uh, now, if you are coherent, a coherent patient and you have really good CNAs and nurses, they'll put it in that care plan and run it by the doctor and stuff like that. And, you know, it's almost like a diagnosis of, hey, this person needs to shower every day or whatever. So everybody would know it would be in your chart. Right. But some of these people, uh, they were OK with the two, three two or three times a week. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I can smell myself. So if you're getting something on Monday, a shower on Monday, you wouldn't get another shower until Wednesday, Thursday. Like I can't even imagine. It's just insane. But, um, I'm, I'm fading out. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Nursing home horror stories. I definitely feel like I have left some stuff out but if so i'll make a part two if you guys like this let me know 
just some a few little story times just to kind of get away from the dating and you know the submissive stuff just to kind of show you like oh i'm a human right that's what they be saying now right oh you're a human i have a life i had worked at these places and i thought it was super interesting so i wanted to share with you guys so i will see you in the next one and thanks for listening